This is Deacon Greg sharing Walking in the Way of Love, Episode 72, Go. Today's podcast is not mine, but I couldn't agree with it more. It is yesterday's message by Father T.J. Humphreys from St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Beloit, Wisconsin. In response to the killing of George Floyd, and what the response should be by all Christians, especially us white Christians, led by the power of the Spirit and God's love for everyone. I hope you can hear the emotion in TJ's voice. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I come to you with a real loss of words. That doesn't happen easily for me. (laughs) Those of you who are at St. Paul's and heard me preach, I usually have no loss of words, no shortage of things to say. This day I do. And I find myself, it's a feast day in the Episcopal Church. It's a big deal. Pentecost, the Holy Spirit pouring out on all flesh, all people, all nations, all races. But I find that this feast day actually sharpens the pain. because we are not living into this feast day in the slightest in our country and in the church in many ways. And I had a sermon prepared for today, just speaking frankly with you all, and I had to rewrite it. It didn't fit. It was been a perfect Pentecost sermon, but not perfect for this time that we're living in with all of this injustice and oppression and pain. Yeah. And I want to say a word of comfort, but this time I don't really know how. All I feel is a bit of a prophetic fire, a rage, (laughs) Um, and probably that's probably what I should be feeling towards myself, towards Christianity, towards white people like me, towards our politicians, towards everything that's going on right now. And so um, I put together a sermon that I'm specifically preaching to myself as a white man uh, living in this time, as a white Christian man living at this time. If it resonates with you, good. Kindle the fire and go with it. Feel the prophetic rage and do something with it. Channel it. Do something productive and helpful. There's a part of me that would love to speak to the black community, to speak a word of comfort to persons of color and anybody who's chiming in. who is a person of color, I apologize. Um, One, I I wanna say that I can empathize, but I I can't. I've not been in your shoes. I've not been oppressed in the ways that you have been. All I could do is be a supportive presence, trying to learn and trying to understand um, how I have failed you and how the system that benefits me so much has failed you. But now is the time for those those of us, especially who are white, who are Christian, There is no more neutral territory on this one anymore. Doing nothing is doing something. Doing nothing leaves Jesus crucified in our streets. Doing nothing is unchristian. So I share with you this sermon that I wrote for myself, but it is what it is. Many Christians have said to themselves over the years, 
I've heard it many times. I've said this before. Had I been alive in Jerusalem during the time of Jesus, had I actually been there, I would not have been one of those people shouting for Jesus to be crucified. I would have made sure that I would have done everything that I could possibly do to keep him from being killed and executed. The problem with this logic today is that Jesus is still being crucified all around us. And those of us who are white Christians, we've not done a damn thing about it. Jesus has lifted up his hands and exclaimed, don't shoot. And he's been gunned down in our towns and in our cities. Jesus has cried out, I cannot breathe. And his death cries go ignored by his murderers, by us. And many of us white Christians have said to ourselves, I cannot understand what drove Paul to wash his hands of all of the murders and all of the imprisonments that he witnessed and that he promoted in the earlier part of his life when he was persecuting the church. I don't, know, I don't understand how his heart could have been so filled with hate that he actually persecuted Jesus. As Jesus said to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Yet we think nothing of it when our government and our racist neighbors place their coats at our feet as they go off to stone fellow image bearers of Jesus in our cities. And many of us white Christians have said, I cannot believe that Peter actually denied his Lord. How could he have done that? And we say, I cannot believe that Judas actually had the capacity to betray Jesus. Well, right now, as persons of color all across our nation are crying out, as they are being continually oppressed, violated, ignored, and worse by the very system that benefits us, our cold-heartedness is the modern version of Peter's denial. And our silence, our apathy, is Judas's betrayal all over again. We think nothing of it to hand Jesus over to his betrayers, as long as it means that at the end of the day, we'll have a few more coins jingling around in our pockets, a little bit more comfort in our own lives. And many of us white Christians have no shortage of critical thoughts as we reflect on Pontius Pilate's actions during Holy Week. How he so easily washed his hands of Jesus' blood. Yet, Jesus' blood still cries out from the asphalt of our streets while the wash basin is in our hands. Then Jesus will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothing, but you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and yet you did not look after me. I was oppressed by the power system that benefited you, and you, in your comfort, did nothing to help me. 
I was murdered by the officials who were meant to serve and to protect us all. But you and your silence betrayed me. I vocalized my pain. But you and your modesty and your suburban values and in your unsympathetic civility, you ignored me. And to those of us who are white Christians in the Episcopal Church and in other progressive Christian traditions like ours, Jesus will say to us, I was innocent and gunned down in your city, but you used my death as an opportunity to highlight your own social justice advocacy. You used my death to blow your privileged social justice warrior trumpet to highlight your wokeness more than you sought to rage against the horrific evil injustice that erased my life from this world. As I died, you made my death more about me, more about you than me. And we will answer Jesus saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison or oppressed or trampled down or murdered or violated or ignored, belittled, marginalized? And he will reply, truly I tell you, Whatever you did not do for one of these children of mine, you didn't do for me. Now is the time to reach out to leaders everywhere in peace and strength and stop condoning such injustices by not taking action. And as Pope Paul V said, if you want peace, work for justice. Thank you for joining me on my walk in the way of love. Until next time. May you stay safe and healthy and live in the power of the Holy Spirit.